Listen, unfortunately, bad dates are a normal part of dating and even bad relationships. So I'm going to share with you some of my bad dates and bad interactions just so you guys know you're not alone. What is up, Collective? This is the Collective Culture Podcast, and I am your host, Nina. If you would like to check out my abstract artwork, yes, I am an abstract artist, go to my website at ninahogan.com. And if you click on shop, you will find my digital prints. You will also find the Collective Culture merch. So go check that out. All right, so this is going to be a fun one. And maybe a little personal for me. Um, But I, you know, I've I've dated in my life. I've dated. um, Dated recently. Um, uh, I did want to... It's funny. The reason I think I want to do this is because for the first time in a very long time, I have like a crush on someone. (laughs) I think it's so... It's so cute, but it's like so juvenile. Um but it's still cute. Um, And I mean that in the sense of the world, like a crush, right? Um, And it's a real person. It's a person I know. Um, I believe it's mutual, Um, (laughs) but it just feels good and it feels silly and it feels lighthearted and um, it's completely come out of nowhere. So I think that's why I wanted to do this because um, of all the like, great dates I've had. I've also had a lot of shitty ones. So I really wanted to start it positively with telling you guys that, you know, even in your old age, because I'm 40, um, you can still have crushes on people. So, you know, this episode might be, I I think I'm going to start a segment called Negative Nina, and I'm going to give props to my friend who suggested the name and just go on like these rants about this negative shit and just make you guys laugh and we'll see how it goes. So let me know what you think about that. Always join the conversation at media.collectiveculture at gmail. All right. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to go through some signs of a bad date and I'm going to go through each one and I'm going to tell you my own my own personal stories of when I experienced these. Okay. So the first one is you feel unsafe. That is a sign of a bad day. And you're all thinking, duh. (laughs) Well, it says how you feel during a day can speak volumes about the person that you're with. You should never ignore your gut feeling. If you're out with someone and you do not feel like you're safe with them, don't go out on another date. Like no shit. Do not waste your time trying to find the reason behind that feeling or go on a second date with someone that makes you feel that way. So this is like a very vague, um, like art, like paragraph to put with that because like feeling unsafe to me when I think that way is like this person is going to either put me in a dangerous situation or they're going to be violent to me in some way. Um, and I have been through this actually, um, I had uh, signed up for a dating app. Oh my God, this was so long ago. This was probably 10 years ago. Probably like 10 years ago. Um, and I had, I had 
really strong reservations about meeting people on dating apps, and I still do, which is why I don't use them. Um, and it's just, for me, maybe I'll do an episode about that too. For me, it's just not a natural way for me to meet someone, so I feel very uncomfortable the whole time. And I'm sure that not all of these men are, men are gross, and they're probably very sweet people, but I just, I don't know, for me, it's just very hard to meet somebody like that. I just don't want to. So anyway, I, you know, back when this incident happened, I, it was probably my first time ever going on a dating app and, uh, and I think it was just because I was bored, um, and really didn't care about having a boyfriend or being in anything serious. I just wanted to like date. Um, cause that's something else you'll know about me is I don't date really. I just get into relationships So, I've had these, you know, short periods of my life where I just, I would date and I wanted to date. And this was one of them anyway. And I, I talked to, started talking to this guy and like on every dating app, it seems like every man, man I've talked to wants to meet up like right away. And I don't know if that's like how it is. That's how it's supposed to be. That is not how I want to handle things. I want to talk to you for a minute. I want to get to know you. Um, and one of the things that really bother me about dating the apps is how men approach you. Um, I have had poems, two paragraph poems written to me. First message out, first message out the gate. Two two paragraph poems. I've had marriage proposals. I've had Oh, this one guy said, I hear it takes only eight inches to break the ice. And I just like, first of all, dude, does that work? First of all, I don't even know if that makes sense. Second of all, does that, does that work? Does that really work for you? Because it definitely didn't work on me. But anyway, I digress. Um, so anyways, this guy that I was talking to, um, when I had this, this unsafe, I guess, meeting and date, um, I decided to meet up with him after two days of speaking to him. Um, and mind you, this wasn't all day. This wasn't 48 hours uh, of speaking to him. This was over a span of 48 hours. So, you know, like a few texts here and there. And I decided to, you know, let my boundaries fall to the wayside and just go for it, right? Take the risk you know, take the plunge, jump off the cliff of the dating app world. So I did, I met him and he, we met in this public area and then he wanted to drive down the road where it was really fucking dark, basically in an alley. And, you know, I'm like, no, no, bro, we're not. (laughs) No, we're not. And it's funny too, because this guy is not, it's not like the biggest guy in the world. And he knew that I was a martial artist. So like you would think, you know, anyway, he didn't care. Um, so I was like, no, we're not doing that. And he got really angry with me and like pulled, reared his fist back and was like going to punch my window of my car. And I was like, are you for real? I, I literally looked at him and I said, are you for real? And he just said, are you for real? And I was like, I'm for real going to leave. <laughs> like That's what's really going to happen. And he, you know, of course, I'm a bitch. I'm lame, blah, 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 blah. And then 
So I leave, right? He, he is following me at this point, right? He's trying to follow me home. And I'm like, nah, home skillet. So I like pull over um, into like this parking lot and I'm texting him and I'm like, bro, if you're going to follow me, I'm going to drive you to my gym where you'll be greeted with like 10 UFC fighters. So if if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Or I can drive to the police station. Either way, it's up to you. But, you know, and he was like, oh, my God, you're like the craziest, lamest chick I've ever met on here. Whatever. I don't even remember what he said. He might not even said that. He said something to that effect that was really stupid. So um, he proceeded to still follow me. So I called one of my friends. Uh, one of my guy friends and who was a fighter and I told him about this and he was like well yeah just drive to my house so I was like you know what no I'm gonna drive to the police station first I want to freak him out and then if he's dumb enough to not stop following me then I'll drive to your house you know um which I didn't I didn't drive to the police station because I was driving towards the police station and he did a UE and like quit following me so you know and I guess I could have just stopped at the police station and told you know walked in but who knows? If I got out of the car, he might have shot me or something. You know? I mean, people are crazy. People are crazy enough in this world to shoot somebody in front of a police station. They totally are. So, that was uh, just, you know... I, I think there was another time I've been on a date where I felt unsafe. But this fool was something else. So, you know... And, and there are women out there who don't... Uh, who aren't trained in martial arts. So, you know... We gotta, we gotta be careful out there. All right, number two, he makes you uncomfortable, which kind (laughs) of goes hand in hand. I've been on a lot of these dates. And they say one of the worst things is when you click with someone online. There you go. But seconds into your first meeting in this person, they make you feel uncomfortable. If the person themselves is making you feel uncomfortable, you take a step back to consider why they are. Is the conversation full of silences? Silences. Um, It's funny this isn't this story that I'm going to tell you wasn't just one date. It was actually a this person was visiting my area for like five days. So I was actually like stuck with this person for five days. And if he listens to this, I'm sorry, but it's just how I feel. Uh, but don't worry, I don't talk to this person anymore. <laughs> Matter of fact, I have not spoken to this person literally. Um, maybe once since he left my area and this was like six years ago. So anyway, I met this guy again online. I literally just hate meeting people online. And this is why, cause it usually goes like this. So, uh, me and this gentleman actually spoke a lot longer than two days because he lived um, in a different state. So we got to know each other and you know, from what I had come to know he seemed great right um he you know we video time so we knew that we were real people and um you know we did all the things and then it was time for him to come visit so he comes to visit mind you this is the week of my birthday so I was like oh yeah I'm gonna have this great dude y'all here all week for my birthday right Wrong. <laughs> wrong, wrong. <laughs> First of all, I know looks aren't everything, but he was a lot more attractive on the phone and in pictures and videos than he is than he was to me in person. Okay, I'll say that. 
Now, mind you, he might be very attractive to other women. He just wasn't to me in person. So there was that, you know, the, the initial first seeing of him, the attraction wasn't there. So that was kind of a bummer. But then I thought maybe he'll grow on me, you know, maybe it's just he's jet lagged and got, you know, plain juju on him and he'll look better in the morning, whatever. He was very sweet um, and he paid for everything. He, he, you know, he insisted on paying for everything, which, you know, I really wasn't like wanting that. I'm very independent, but whatever, it was my birthday week and, you know, I of course helped out with some things, guys, not like that. But anyway, so we were in Airbnb and, you know, fast forward, he's just like the ultimate, like, Just person I tend to meet online. I don't know how else to say it. So he lies to me about his job. He tells me, I'm not going to say like exactly what it is, um, but he tells me he's one thing and then he comes to see me in person and he's actually really not. Um, He is very much not into the things that I consider to be fun to do. He's very judgmental. Um, We actually argued a few times, um, which just is just not great. And he made me feel uncomfortable pretty much every step of the way. Every moment that I stepped or moment that I had hung out with him was pretty much uncomfortable. Um, and I'm, it's funny, we were literally driving in my car and he was driving and we had went up to uh, Los Angeles to spend the day in LA and on the way back, you know, it's like a four hour drive. And on the way back from LA to San Diego, I literally was contemplating jumping out of my car, (laughs) jumping out of a moving car. That is how much, uh, that is how uncomfortable and annoyed I was with this. And that brings me to number three, which is they're rude. He was very rude, too. I was like, what the fuck happened to the sweet guy that I was talking to? We, I think we talked for, like, a couple months before he came to visit me. So I was like, what the fuck, bro? So they say, when a person is rude to the waiter, it shows a lot about their character. Yes, it does. If your date is packed with the guy not being polite to the staff... You and just about everyone you can trust that he's... Wait. You and just about anyone you can trust that the second one will probably be worse. This especially this is especially true if the guy doesn't realize that he's being disrespectful. Don't call him again. Uh, yes. Okay. This is another douchebag um, <laughs> that I wasted my time with. Um, I met this joker um, through... Someone at work, when I used to teach yoga full-time, I had met this person through teaching. And when I first met him, again, just like this really sweet, really good-looking guy, you know, very into me, very like, whatever. Um, you know, his first, first impression was everything. He was great, you know, very successful, very smart, very, you know, very intelligent, could have a very intelligent conversation. Um, you know, wasn't a child and wasn't immature either. Just all the kind of like boxes checked for me, right? Well, our first date, he is rude. Like literally as soon as we walked to his car, 
I was going to my car to get something out of it and he had judged my car, like judged me for what I was driving to my face. And those of you who know me, um, you, you know exactly who I'm talking about because I've probably told you about this dude, but you know that I'm not going to put up with anybody being disrespectful or rude to me. So I was like, are you really fucking going to sit there and talk shit? I was like, I was like, do you want to go on this date with me? That's what I told him. And he's like, yeah, yeah. What made you think I don't? And I'm like, did you hear what you said? Like, really? And he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. He's like, he's like, are you, are you one of them sensitive girls who can't take jokes? I was like, no. And I'm like, whatever. I've walked this far now. I'm going to, guess, go on this date with you. But, like, horrible. Horrible. Like, what happened to the dude I met at the yoga studio? Right? Like, what happened? So it just got worse. He told me he hated kids. He had like this cocaine problem. Like it just, it just evolved into this nightmare of a person and, um, really good looking. Okay. Can I remind you guys of that? Really good looking. Um, he kind of looked like, um, James Franco. He kind of looked like he had the little squinty like eyes, but he was super cute, super cute. Um, anyway, but like, I kept him around, I kept him around. And I think the reason that I kept kind of like hitting him up every blue moon for the short amount of time that I was single, um, is because he was one of those dudes that girls didn't tell no, right? They, he never got turned down. And I was one of those girls that turned him down. I was one of those girls that didn't put up with the shit, you know? And he loved that about me. Because he kept coming at me too, right? But remind you, I had a kid. So he don't like kids. So there was something about me that he kept just being drawn back to. And I think that's why I kept him around. Because it was just a fun little game to play. Um, and then I would just, you know, kind of say, never mind, you know, I'm done with you now, but he deserved it, because he was a tool, okay, he was a douchebag, he just super rude to waiters, you know, like that, art, like super rude, you know, would tip, but then would like complain about tipping, like, oh, I don't know why I'd have to, you know, you didn't bring me my water fast enough, I mean, like literally would say things to, to strangers like that, so, ugh. All right, anyway, um, the next one. They're, they spend the date glued to their phone. Now, <laughs> I actually have been guilty of this myself. So, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to throw myself under the bus for this one. Um, I've seen this guy and <laughs> still to this day, he hates when I'm on my phone. And has made many, many remarks to it. But we were hanging out one time and I was looking at my phone and he called me out on it and I got defensive and, you know, whatever. But I think for me, I think the reason that I was on my phone is because I was trying to play hard to get in some sense. So now the jig is up, and if he listens to this, he's going to know that I'm talking about him, and he's going to know <laughs> that that's the reason I did it. Oh, we're going to move right on from that and go to they get pushy about having sex. Oh, God, I've, I've lost count on how many times I've, I've gone through this. 
So I'm, I'm not even going to read the paragraph that they write. I'm just going through. Um, I'm telling you guys my story. So they get pushy about having sex. <sighs> this has happened a lot. Um, but I think partially for some of the instances, I will say, is probably my fault. Because I'm, I'm a flirt. And I do have a very strong sexual appetite. And I do come across that way. Um, I'm kind of, you know, I have a, a lot of masculine traits when it comes to sexual energy and flirting. Um, so I would say that not every man that's done this to me, it was exactly all their fault. Um, I definitely played a part in it, but I would say one that I can think of, um, was an ex actually, uh, someone who I actually dated. We broke up, hadn't seen them for a long time. And then we met up with each other again at a friend's house. It was like a group gathering. I think we were all going to a party or something together. And he ended up showing up. We were both there. And it was good to see him. I mean, I, when we dated, I, I really liked him a lot. Um, so, you know, we kind of decided that, oh, okay, well, we're going to be together tonight, right? Because why not? And before we even left the house, we were outside talking and he like was inching his way towards me, you know, and I could see it. I could definitely see the body language and and he's getting closer. He's getting closer. And I noticed I kept stepping backwards. So instead of allowing him to be closer, I was actually moving away because I just had this feeling, this vibe, you know, was off. And he was kind of different than he was with me before when we, we dated. So... You know, and I hadn't been around him in a long time, so I, you know, I don't, I didn't know what he had went through in his life since me, you know? So finally, I'm at this point where he's, he's walked to, towards me so much that now I'm up against the house, like, you know, the back of the house. And he is like, literally turns on me. Like, it was like his eyeballs went black and he like turned into this other person and like literally forced himself on me, grabbed my arms, like was forcing himself on me. Like there is no way, other way to say that. And look, I'm not one of those girls that like claims to be, you know, a victim of something that when it didn't even fucking happen or go down that way, this was like legit him forcing himself on me. He actually later on admitted to it and apologized to me for it. Uh, was saying like really weird things and you know kind of frightening me actually so he didn't proceed with hurting me or anything I mean he did kind of hurt me but like I snapped and I pushed him off of me and, and it stopped but holy shit like the way that he was about like oh you're mine Like, I don't know if it had to do with the fact that I I had dated him before or he was just, like, going through some fucking mental health shit. I don't know. But it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, And I don't know if that's the same thing that this article is talking about, but whatever. Um, Okay, you're fighting. (laughs) This goes back to the other two douchebags that I talked to. The coked-up James Franco lookalike and the guy that came in from out of town... Um, I fought with both of them and it's like, what the fuck? And then I fought with this one guy. We hadn't even went on a date yet. We haven't even went on a date yet. And I swear it's like, I know horoscopes and all that don't always mean anything, but I'm telling you, I always argue with Gemini men. Always. It's like, it never fails. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's a Gemini. And before we ever even went out on a date, we were already like in this argument. And he kept saying, it's not an argument. We're having a very, a very, what do you say? We're having a very um, healthy debate. And I'm like, no, this is an argument, bro. And he was super annoying and told me that, you know, my attitude turned him on. And I'm like, well, you're stupidity and need to be right does nothing for me so like really anyway moving on um number seven no direction in life (laughs) oh 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 you know there are these people in life that I call loafers and they loafer around through life and they don't have a favorite color or goal or an ambition or you know something that they want to be when they grow up and these people are very hard for me to stomach they are very hard for me to keep any kind of conversation going um and i have to say i've i've not only dated some of these people but just shared air with Um, unfortunately, and they're like a giant bummer. I mean, they really are. They're just like this person who is a rock sitting on a pathway and you know, you kick it out of the way so you don't break your ankle on it. I mean, really, that's the best way to describe people with no direction in their life. Um, I can't think of an exact moment um but i know that i've definitely been around people like this um i will say i have dated someone who blamed the world for his problems uh you know he was he was always pointing the finger outwardly and you know never really took a look in the mirror And it was unfortunate because he's very talented, or is very talented, I should say, um, but still behaves in that same mindset. So, yeah. So, it's an uncomfortable interview. Oh, God, the interview date. I have seen girls do this a lot. Um, You know, I've I've seen it in movies. I've seen it on, like... um, I've seen it in real life and girls will sit there and they will like, let's play 20 questions, but I'm only going to be the one asking the questions. And that is just gross. It's just next level gross. And I don't think I've ever really dated a dude that's done this to me. Um, I actually have, it's funny, I've actually have played 20 questions with a date, but we both, it was mutual and there was banter and it was not an interview. Um, but there's a way guys, there's a way guys and girls, there's a way to get to know somebody without sitting there with your notebook open of all these questions and criteria that you have, you know, that you need to find out about this person. Like there is a getting to know you phase and that's the most exciting part of dating is getting to know people, you know. We take for granted the first initial um, dealings with a person, with a romantic person. And that's why I started this episode where I was talking about having a crush because it's, it's the most exciting part of it. You know, it's the, 
It's the glances and the winking and the smiles and the getting to know each other, right? Spying on each other on social media. You know, it's, it's, those are all the things that we rush through because we want it to start already, right? And, and I'm going to share with you, I, I kind of found myself being in this place with this crush where I wanted it to move very quick. You know, I like, why isn't this happening quick enough? And then I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this is exciting. You're smiling. You're giggling. Like, enjoy it. Right? Enjoy it. And to be quite honest, I, I think I said this in the beginning. If I didn't, whatever. Um, I'll, I mean, if I did, whatever. I'm sorry I'm repeating myself. But um, I haven't liked anybody like this in a minute. It's been a minute. So, I don't know. Anyway, there's no interest in, there's no interest in getting to know you. Exactly. So it goes from asking 20 questions to they don't ask you any questions. You know, they talk about themselves. Um, the, the James Franco douche, look the lookalike James Franco, um, he was one of those. He talked a lot about himself, about his business. And I would just, you know, I'm, I'm very assertive. I am not a, I'm not a passive female. So I asserted myself in that conversation, but I, I understand that not all females are like that. So I would love to know if you're not, um, the aggressor or if you're not a very assertive female, how do you deal with situations like that? I would love to know. Hit me up media.collectiveculture at gmail. The next one, the conversation is painfully boring. Oh, uh, you know, those, there's so many long, awkward pauses and, you know, you, you say something and you think it's funny and the person's like, okay, you know, it's just like, what are we doing here? And I think this happens quite a lot on dating apps when you meet the people. I think it's just a never ending cycle of bad dates and I know this is not to be true with every situation because my, one of my very good friends met her now husband on a dating app. So I know that it's possible, right? I'm not here. I'm not doing this episode to shit on dating apps, okay? But for me, it's just never worked out and I, I feel icky and yeah. All right. You find out you both want different things. Um, yeah, this has happened a lot, which is why I'm not with these people anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely something that you don't, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird to start talking over, talking about, you know, your long-term goals in love on a first, second or third date, but you know, things start to come out as you start to get to know each other. And I've definitely had those situations happen. Um, sometimes too late, uh, you know, where I've been with this person a lot longer than three or four dates. And now I've, you know, established these pretty strong feelings for them. And so have they for me. And now we're at this place where now what do we do? Because we don't even want to go in the same direction in life, you know? So even though you may not want to get too serious right at first, at some point, Soon into the connection, you do need to kind of figure out where you're both at. All right, next. He won't stop talking about his ex or his kids. Um, I kind of disagree with his kids. I wouldn't mind if 
the guy that I was on a date with talked about his kids. I mean, if it was like weird, weirdly excessive, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how that would come about. But the ex thing, ugh, I've definitely been there. I've actually am guilty of this too. But what I have found is when I have done this, when I have excessively or just in general, I've talked about my ex on a date, it's because I don't really like the person I'm on a date with. Yep, that's it. So ladies, especially if you're on a date with a guy and he is talking about his ex a lot, he keeps bringing her up, especially if he keeps saying her name and he's got a tone like, you know, she did me wrong, but I still like her, that he is not into you. He's not into you. So next, you're not present at the moment. So yeah, you're not there. You're like thinking about what you got to do tomorrow and, you know, what groceries, what you're going to have for dinner, you know, what groceries you need to pick up. That also indicates that you're not interested in the person, Um, you know, like that movie. He's just not that into you. All those stories in that movie are very true. (laughs) So if you haven't seen that, go watch that movie. All right, next one. Oh, um, no, not this one. Um, So then there's like, should you give him another chance? Now, really, like, these are kind of all common sense. So they tell you to listen to your gut, give awkward guys another chance. I will talk on that. So awkward guy, giving awkward guys another chance. I have done this a couple times. Um, It didn't lead to anywhere, but one guy I was dating who lived in another state, which he lived close to me. It wasn't too, too far away, but he was young. He was younger than me, a lot younger than me. Um, This was actually very recent. He got in, how do I put this? He was very into me, okay? I'll say it that way. Um, He was a lot more into me than I was into him Um, at first, okay? And he started to grow on me because we we developed a uh, connection, you know, through the phone and talking and FaceTiming. And then we had been doing this for a while and some weird shit came up with his ex, and, and not, you know, not in his control at all, but then it got weird. Like he was just awkward at first. And then he kind of started to, I guess, feel comfortable, more comfortable with me. And he kind of chilled out a little bit. So I, I gave him a chance. I kept talking to him and I ended up actually liking him. But then for some reason, I just, you know, like it says, listen to your gut. I felt in my gut that this wasn't right, that this wasn't going to go anywhere. Um, and maybe it was the age difference because he was kind of immature, but you know, I was, I was entertaining it. Um, he was a sweetheart, you know? Uh, but yeah, it just, I gave it another chance, but it ultimately didn't work out. So I think listening to your gut is definitely, it should definitely be number one. Uh, and then next, remember that you can't expect him to change. Um, and this, this goes for guys too um it says remember that you can't expect him to change well you can't expect her to change either this is something that i think a lot of us lose sight of for some reason and i don't know why (laughs) i don't know why i don't know why we think that we need to change someone 
maybe it's because if we change them, then they'll be exactly what we want. Maybe they don't have like two of the things on our list, you know, and if we, if we just, if we just change the way that they dress, we'll have that. They'll have style right in our eyes. And that's delusional. It's delusional guys. It is absolutely delusional or with a, with a guy, you know, if I, if I ease her into blowjobs, then she'll want to do that more and then she'll be perfect, right? I mean, come on. I know that's like an extreme example, <laughs> but it's one that I have heard. I've heard my girlfriends tell me about. So, um, you know, we, we have to step out of that mindset of like, we, well, if, if we just, if they just do this, then they'll be perfect for me, Right. I don't know why we do that. I know I'm guilty of it. I know I've done it. Um, But I will tell you, as I get older and as I date and as I am in relationships, and I feel like I've probably dated and was in a relationship with every type of man there is, um, I can honestly say you're never going to change a person. You're never. And and really, too, people change. They do change. But they they have to want to. They have to want to. And yes, maybe it's some in some way or on some level people will change for you. But really ultimately, we're selfish beings and if we do change or we do evolve or we do alter our personality or our life in some way, it's it's because we want to. It's because we want to. And if you're doing it because another person wants to, then you're in a codependent relationship and it's not going to last and it's going to be something that you're going to regret and you're going to resent that person. So, you know, always be very self-aware, always be self-aware, but be realistic, you know, don't, because when you're self-aware and you're not realistic, you can tell yourself anything and you'll believe it, you know? So just keep that in mind and don't get discouraged. I have heard and seen so many people who hate being single and I just don't understand why I don't understand why because you know you can hate being in a relationship too relationships can suck and sometimes they can suck more than being single and it's just a part of life and I think it's a, it's a very important part of a human's life to be single and not be committed or, or dating or just you know having your peace having your time to know who you are and what you like. And it's really hard to do that if you're constantly around people and you're constantly dating. You know, honestly, I feel like if you're dating a lot too, and I can say this from experience because when I was dating and if I was dating a lot, it was because I was, I wanted attention. I wanted attention. So, and why did I want attention? Because I wasn't feeling good about myself on my own. You know, and these are just things that I've realized going into the dating world, um, if you will, which I'm not really even into the dating world, but I'm just, you know, like this crush I have, I didn't even meet this person on a dating app or in a dating scenario or being hooked up. This was all very natural, which I think is the best way to meet somebody. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's unexpected too. And it feels amazing. It feels amazing. So I will say something that I learned throughout my years of being on dating apps, um, is that 
you do have to come at it with an open mind. Like if you're a woman or a man who has all these like criterias and these lists and these like, you know, specific things and stuff, like just, you need to just let all that shit go and just be open to it and, you know, weed out the bullshit, you know, dudes coming in saying it only takes eight inches to break the ice. Like, you know, move on. Just, just move on. Don't stay stuck on that. (laughs) You know, maybe ask the dude, what are you thinking? Like, what does that mean? You know, whatever. Just have fun. Like, have fun. That's what it is for, is to have fun. Don't put yourself in dangerous situations. If your gut is telling you this person is sketchy, don't fucking go on a date with them. You know, or don't meet them at some fucking back alley, you know? Like, (laughs) meet them during the day at Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, just have common sense. Have common sense to dating, and I'm telling you, you're going to have a lot better time. So. Oh, so this has been a very long episode. I hope it's been fun. Let me know what you guys think about me starting a new segment called Negative Nina. I think it would be fun. Um, I don't take myself very seriously, but I do have... I do go on these tangents and I do go on these rants. Sometimes I'm not as lighthearted about it as I have been in this episode. <laughs> but... Let me know what you guys think at media.collectiveculture at gmail. And with that being said, guys, until next time, I'm sending you so much love. Ciao.